Shalom. Welcome to Exercising Your Faith. Our podcast uploads a fresh message twice a week, and each message will meet you where you are to provide you godly encouragement, resources, and to help you strengthen your faith walk. I want to thank you for listening in with us, and thank you if you've been continuing to follow us. We truly appreciate that. I am your host, Anita Armstrong, and I just want to give a quick reminder that on October the 7th, it is Bring Your Bible to School Day, and that is a God movement, I call it a God movement, that has been started by Focus on the Family Ministry, and you can go to their social media outlets and look on their website to find more information about Bring Your Bible to School Day, which is on October the 7th. I, for one, I'm curious to hear the testimonies that will take place from this movement of God and the questions that I have are are tons. And a lot of it's going to come back from your feedback. A lot of that's going to come back from your experiences. So is your family going to participate in the Bring Your Bible to School Day on October the 7th? Um, If so, How do you plan on on going about it? What's your agenda? What's your expectation? You know, if the students, how are the students in your household or the ones that are going to be participating, how do they feel about it? Okay, so we want to know so you can email us how that goes for you, how you prepared and what the outcome was. You can email us at our email address, which is exercising the letter Y, the letter F at gmail.com. Let us know. We want to know. and We want to celebrate and learn and hear about that. I, for one, I have a son and he's in high school and I told him about it when I first learned about it. I told him about it. I was excited about it. And again, he's in high school and everything's football, football, football. Uh, He was kind of like, I I hear you, mom, you know, and he's a believer and, and, you know, and all that. And he just was, it didn't seem like this was something he was too interested in, but I'm going to bring it up to him again. And I just want, if he does do this, I want this to be something that God put on his heart. And I want him to come and say, hey, mom, this is what I want to do, or this is what I did do and how it goes. So I will update you and share with you on how that goes. If he chooses to or not, I'm going to let you know how that goes. And um, I am at home. I am at my home office this week. It's been so wonderful being back home. I've had some awesome travel time, meeting with different people, doing different things, learning different things. But there's just no place like home. It is so for real. Like when you're back at home, you can just relax. You can just, you know, clock in when you want to clock in or whatever you want to call it. You know, you can, you know, walk around with no shoes on or, you know, whatever. And so it's been really nice working from the home office. So I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for technology and I'm grateful for our co-host. She has been consistent with sending in the messages no matter where I was at or what I was doing. And likewise with her. When God speaks, she she go ahead and she gets she pauses and she gets that written down and then she puts it together how God has her to put it together and she sends it to me and then when God gives me time for pause, I sit down, I listen, I pray about it and then I'm able to come and put it all together on this technology podcast. So I'm just grateful for it all. I'm just so grateful for everything that God has placed in my life and I am hopeful that you are sitting down and you are aware of all of the great, just sit down sometime and just sit there and just think about like, wow, God is so good. Like, how has he been blessing you? What are you thankful for? I'm telling you, my list continues to go on, on and on and on and on. It's going to never stop. I have so many things to be grateful for. So we're going to move ahead and we're going to go ahead and prepare our hearts and our minds. And we're going to listen into today's message with our co-host, Mr. Lois Terrell. 
This one is called A Peace of Mind is Better Than a Peace of Money, Part 1. Hello, I'm back. I'm excited about this message. This has been a motto that I developed years ago, probably like in 2012. And the title is A Peace of Mind is Better Than a Peace of Money. And when I'm speaking of peace, I'm going to define it is freedom from disturbance, is tranquility, is calmness, and is quiet. And in order to be quiet, most of the time you have to be still. And that's the P-E-A-C-E. And the P-I-E-C-E is like a part of a whole. It's a portion of an object or material. It's just a bit. Now, the reason I'm coming to this today is when you follow the Prince of Peace and don't worry about the piece, the bit, the part of a whole, you have really advanced. You have advanced because as long as you follow the Prince of Peace, the Messiah, our Heavenly Father, you will be amazed at the loopholes, the opportunities, the cracks, the doors that will be open for you. And it won't be easy You may be challenged and you may have fear or doubt to raise this ugly head, but you're going to have to let that go and just know that the only thing I can do is trust God and seek his face and see where he's directing me. I got to listen for his direction. I got to hear his voice. I got to quiet myself in order to be able to hear him. Because sometimes we be so busy, we can't hear the voice when he's speaking to us so clear. So I had to learn how to trust God when I couldn't trace him. I had to learn how to lean on God for his everlasting. And I just had to know that he was with me all the way. And he is continuously being with me. And when you chase corporate America or dollars and cents, and and I'm not talking about the sense of your mind. I'm talking about the sense of, like, currency. It just takes you to a whole nother level because it's like you set yourself up to say, you know what, God? I can't do anything without you. You realize it, and you accept it, and you allow him to be who he is and allow you to be what he needs you to be. And if it's a steward, if it's a servant, if you want to say a disciple, whatever it is God has purpose for me to do, or for you to do, be that, do that, and don't let anything deter you from doing it. Because he's with you during this whole process. He's with you when you don't even think he's with you. You know he's with you, 
But see, we want to do what we want to do and depend on him for him for what we can't do. But see, you can't really do anything without him. So don't be so quick to chase things, but chase him. And if you chase God, all the things are going to be added. He tell you that in his word. It'll be added into you. So don't lose focus and just continue to put him first and walk behind him and watch the things that he presents to you when you don't even expect it. So anyway, be blessed. But I had to learn that a peace of mind is better than a peace of money because it gave me freedom. It relinquished me from having to try to control so much. It took all that stress off of me. And it took the extra responsibility off of me because I surrendered. So when I surrendered, he took it upon himself because I, I let go of it. So I hope you can use that but and, you know, process it and just see how you can start doing some of those things I just mentioned. And just trust him. He got you. I love y'all. Bye. Amen. You know, Ms. Terrell, it reminds me, that, that lesson reminds me of the scripture, Psalm 46 and 10. And it says, be still and know that I am God. When you were talking, when you were defining the word peace, P-E-A-C-E, his peace, and it, it automatically brought be still, be still, be still. And then when you are being still, like you said, God can do what he does. And his peace, there is no, nobody, his peace is better than any peace you can get, like she said. And his peace covers a multitude of things. And so I just have to say, trust God and lean on him. Like she said, trust God and lean on him. He is consistent and he is genuine. When he does something for you, he genuinely, out of love and concern and wanting the best for you, he he provides and he does that thing for you because he genuinely wants you to have it. He generally, generally wants you to be promoted. He generally wants you to be in position. He generally wants you to be in a situation where you are learning and when you are being rewarded and, and, and you are, are having increase and experiencing increase, he generally wants that for you. So chase after God's heart for you. Chase after God's heart and watch divine opportunities and doorways open up for you in all types of ways. God made money. I, I tell my kids this, my family, my friends, and anybody who will listen, God made money and he will bring it to you. Especially when you're doing what he has called you to do, he will bring it to you. I am a big example of that. When you do what God is telling you to do, he will bring the money to you so that you can do what you need to do. And he wants you to live well. He wants you to have things. He wants you to have abundance. So he's going to make sure that happens. He will bring it to you. And with that being said, I just say may God's goodness and mercy follow you always. And I'm going to leave you with that peace word that I like to use all the time, which is shalom. Shalom.